Welcome, welcome. What up, what up? Welcome into another episode of Rabbit Hole Sessions. We are here. Tyler's speaking right now. Emilio's here on one end. James here on another end. Yes, sir. The gang is all collected for another online edition of the Corona Pod Sessions. Gentlemen, how are you? Doing okay. Yeah, Emilio? Life, life is good. Emilio sounded good on that nice, crisp microphone of yours. Sounds mm. good. Oh, Sounds yeah, good. Goodbye. Yeah, yeah. James, you sounded mighty, mighty shit over there. What's yeah. going on, man? Well, not it, hasn't, it hasn't landed yet. <laughs> I know. Forever. It's supposed to come tomorrow. We are upgrading, mm. people. We got to do a quick bit. We are upgrading. James, this is supposed to come tomorrow. Unfortunately, we had to start before you could get it, though. But it's all good. Your lovely voice still comes through nice on those gamer hats. Oh, that's them. sweet. Thank you. Anyway. Uh, yeah, I don't have shit to talk about today, guys. So this is about to be a very personality-driven <laughs> podcast. We guys better get ready. I need the energy amped up a little bit. I need to get a match. I need everybody to uh, get to where I'm at on this level. Tyler, do you remember um, what we were talking about when we were on my porch? Because we talked uh, about a few no. things that um, were things we mentioned about talking on the podcast that were related to uh, something art-driven. It was talking about... I, th- I don't know if it was just film, but we were talking about something related to, to art oh i remember talking about um film in terms of perspective i remember that because we were talking about you're mentioning a recent shoot and we were talking about uh like different while you were editing you forgot that's like you have to go in with the mindset if you're gonna be cutting in between things it's not gonna yeah. be like three three minute long takes of each shot and i was like yeah. oh shit that's kind of interesting because yeah. you have to now with the visual medium you're playing with not only perspectives of characters in the film but now you're playing with perspectives of objects in the room basically that we don't ever see or maybe we see but we don't realize it was that perspective like if you get a close-up of a character from the front if he's sitting at a desk that could be the lamp looking at him right or from his over his shoulder on the ceiling that could be like the fan looking at it right Damn, so dude, i think that, that was one that, of those I wish things i got that shot or the ceiling one <laughs> like the, ceiling the per- perspective of a fan yeah, well, I mean, hey, you can always try and run him back in or add him in later. I'm not sure if we can because we'll be out of the uh... the basement environment. Um, but were those along the lines of what you were thinking of? What do you mean? Like the shots? You said, well, no, you just asked me what we were talking about. Was that what you were talking oh, about? Oh, because, no, we talked, we talked about something else. It was like, it was like, because I, I was talking about, fuck. I, like, <laughs> I don't know, dude. Because I was just like dispelling all my feelings uh, after filming. Yeah. I I, I don't I don't know if this was it because I remember one of the things was related to um, how it's like maybe it's just this specific situation because we film we're doing one shoot and then we might not shoot again for months. Right. But I feel like, and I'm sure James, you can speak on this as well, mm. because of um, when we're at such a small level of filmmaking, the stories are obviously so small and the shoots are very short. Um, I feel like I noticed myself, you know, I mean, even in one time, you don't, in one production day, you don't even really have time to get into a groove. But like, you can end that production day and feel like, okay, there were things I learned from this. There are some things that I can take away from it, and there are things that I can apply to the next time. But the next time isn't for, you know, who knows. Um, I, I don't know if that's what, what we were part of what we were talking so about. So are you was, worried about a loss of, like, momentum? Is that the concern? Um, no, not really. Because there isn't really – because it was a very isolated um, scene to film. So there isn't much um, momentous to follow. Uh, right. So because, if anything, I think it had more benefits than negatives. Um, oh, good. Okay. Like there us having uh, – doing it in this circumstance and the way it kind of 
um, cracked down to be. But I, I was telling Ty, I've told Tyler, and I think I'm telling everybody this, but I can't. I'll, t- I'll tell you, James. But um, ever since I <laughs> might filmed, as well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> ever since I filmed um, Max's place as my place. I, I, I have a hard time seeing it as my own now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You wake Not up living in the world. In your real house. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and things are, since I'm moving everything, there's less and less in the place every day because I do a lot of moving at night. And, yeah. Um, so just it's waking so your it's neighbors just, up, huh? It's just yeah. keeping them up. <laughs> so it's, just, it's just weirder uh, when I wake up in the morning um, and there's less shit in the room. <laughs> just Someone just coming less. through, yeah. taking shit yeah. out of there. Yeah. Yeah. You wake up on a new set every day. Actually, I'm curious about. Uh, to hear to hear this about you uh, you guys I one thing I'm I'm very grateful of ha- since I filmed is and I told Tyler this that it just it, it gives me it feels I feel better like it gives me purpose and like um like it gives me something to do um, well yeah yeah because <laughs> like because now I'm like I'm a night creature again like I'm a night creature by nature but like I'm a night creature when I write. I'm a night creature when I edit. You know, and I haven't been that in a long time because it just makes sense to go to sleep because when you're tired, <laughs> uh, when you have not because there's nothing to stay up and, and do. It's true. Normal person, right? Yeah. You're like a normal person for a change. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Sleep. Yeah. This yeah. is good. <laughs> I might as well sleep. While what I a can. crazy thing. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. now it's like because because now it's like oh you know maybe I maybe I should just you know like stay up a few more hours why and like right. you know play around with the film because why not and yeah. Um, and then those just and then I and then one thing I've been doing lately, um, a habit that I've been trying to keep up is if I am working late at night, and it's usually obviously film related things, so like the scripts out and like different notes are out. But um, one thing I try to do is leave all the I, I try not to clean the desk or the surface that night and leave everything as it was, like the notebooks open and the script open um, in the morning. So I wake up and see it. Yeah. Cause mm. for a while I didn't do that. I just cleaned it up and it's, I mean, it doesn't mean anything if nothing's there, but if something's there, it means something. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was wondering if you guys, how, if you guys clean up after you do work or, or not, like if there's a process or anything like that. It depends. Sometimes I do. I've actually, it's funny you mentioned it recently cause I've been trying to like do more, um, character designs and shit for the story I've been working on. You know, I told you a little more about it. James, I've been motoring through. It feels pretty good. And so I've just been taking my, uh, trying to pick up drawing as a habit. Now I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Let me fuck around to see if I can actually make some genuine character designs. It shit's kind of cool. But I'm doing that now. So yeah, I'm just leaving it open so that the ideas are there when I go to bed and there when I wake up. So like last thing I think about before I go to sleep, first thing I think about when I wake up. And it does, I think it does help even subtly. Like even if it just gets me thinking about it during the day and shit. Yeah. It's it's funny also because when it happens during the day, because like I said, I don't really work. I don't really have the opportunity to work on creative stuff during the day. It's mostly at night, so it's it's kind of an it's good and bad and kind of annoying when you wake up and you see that you want to work on that, but like you have other shit to work on and focus. But yeah, James, I don't know if you if you sorry, no no no, I didn't mean sorry. Well, I on your, on it the, could be distracted. <laughs> go, 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 what go, you were go. just saying was, um, I don't I. Like, my work is all on a desk, so I usually very rarely clean it up. So when I don't, it's usually just there on my desk looking at me when I'm walking into my room or if I even leave the room for for a second and come back, I'm like, shoot, my notepad's still open or my laptop's still open. Premiere Premiere is literally still open on my computer right now because I can't close out of it. Wow, your battery must be fucking (laughs) Bro, that's why it took so long to get this shit going. That's what happened. It won't fucking close. I'm trying my best to get this thing to close. So are you guys, like, clean workers or, like, dirty area workers? Like, mm. where do you find yourself more productive? I'm chaotic, man. Because my ideas yeah. are sprawled everywhere. I got them on my phone. I got them on my laptop. I got them on my drawing. Post-it like, notes. notes. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, so they're, they're that's happening too. I mean, um, I just started. Um, I just started a new notebook. Um, that's always fun. Specifically, yeah. That's I, a good feeling. For um, Max and Lorelai and like um, how I want to cut sequences, how I want to ideas and if like the design of them, because I. I'm such a visual person, and sometimes mm -hmm. I really have to put the ideas in order, and I can't do it up here. It has to come out first and mm -hmm. then organized. Um, so I, I happen to I have to do that like written on paper. So I'll just sit down with paper, and so I started a notebook, and because for some reason like my brain just isn't like I know how the movie is supposed to be, like what every shot is, but for some reason I I'm not. It's like after shooting it, I, it's harder to see, mm -hmm. but. So, so like I had to just kind of sit down and sit with the script and then sit with um, the takes, but more so sit with the script and kind of think, oh, okay, so this is what I was talking about. Now apply this idea to the footage you actually have because right. they're very different because for the script, it, I mean, it's just, it's, they're just different now at this. And that's, I think, um, I think Tyler, I was kind of lightly mentioning this to you. Um, about how the performance, the actor who's playing Max, I'm just kind of like, he just kind of, I give him direction or I gave him some direction and then he, I told him to do this and he did it, but he didn't do it in a way I expected to do it. And he, was that a good he, direction? Yes. I, well, I think so. I think so. Well, that's what I wanted. Um, well, that's what you hope for. I think, I think <clears> you, I think as a director, you hope your actors to do actors do things you don't expect them to do. Yeah. I think I think that's what you ultimately I think that's ultimately You let them be creative. Yeah. What about well James just real quick I mean, James yeah. from your perspective as director and actor what is yeah. what is that like? Do you normally want a director to be like let me give me some room or No, that that's my favorite part of working on films. Having all these creative minds come together. Like I definitely have a vision for like Lawyer Owner is a little different but but like when I do like casual shoots where I I know I'm going in with like a very loose idea and I know that there's people around me that can build that up into something good. Then I like I'm there for that. I want that collaboration. I want people to this talk. This is from the director side you're talking right now? Yeah, yeah, from the director yeah. side. Yeah. What about as an actor? As an actor, um, it's just easier. Like I like when you're if acting, what? you know if you get freedom. If you, or if no, you if get you talk if you if you talk to the director more. The co the conversation is what spawns those ideas of what the director actually wants because you can right. write it down and when i look at it it's going to be completely different from how you interpret it if you read it so you kind of need to hear it directly from the director what this scene means to him and what what mm. he wants from it and then you apply your own interpretation exactly you, mm -hmm. yeah ah, and that's, that's where you that's find the balance that's basically what max did i think that's that's what he did because he because it wasn't till later when i was directing him did i tell him the type of music that i wanted to put in um, but I gave him the idea of what the music would mean and like that there's this kind of like dragging, bobbing, I think I've told you guys about wanting to do a, a score that's kind of like got this yeah. in water kind of feel. So mm. I, before I had described that to him, I was describing it in a different way. And, um, and the, so he took it somewhere. He took it to where I wanted it to go, but like made it so much more extra and I was telling Tyler it just makes it so much more out like out of this world like it's a different like he's just coming from a completely different place he like the acting was so extra and in, in a way that just makes it more it was supposed to be outworldly and like he just made it even more that so it's it's interesting but um, you know, but I was that's realizing cool. like, that's cool and he's uh, probably the most professional actor you've worked with right 
Um, I would say Lorelai probably is now. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 She's that like official, sense. official. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's a real point, deal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's a real good. deal. That's good. Yeah, that's good. Does that make you feel any more validated as a director that you have like a People, I guess, professional mm. actor? Mm-hmm. I don't know about validated because I, I think it's the reason why she's in, into it is for creative purposes. You know, ah, I mean, it's, I mean not I, professional. I'm sure she likes the way. Well, I think I don't think professionalism is first or the professional right. side probably isn't first. I right. mean, I'm sure she's attracted purely um, or firstly by creative Purely. No, that script is damn good. You I got, think they grow to, yeah. to appreciate the per, uh, professional things if you're professional. Yeah. Definitely. And it is, and it is like you just said, it's because we're not at the level yet where we're that professional with it. So it's like if she is, quote unquote, quote unquote, stepping down to our level, <laughs> it's like it must be creative, right? It's not like this is advancing your professional career right away maybe it does eventually right like maybe it's so great that it eventually gets shown and spread which well i mean even if she wanted to advance her professional career she wouldn't choose just like any random script she'd choose one that had merit yeah yeah true she said this was uh she wanted to she's done a few she wants this to be her last one for now and then her plan is to focus more to really just dive into theater and she's already like that's her like that's her main thing already so she kind of dabbled in film to kind of just, you know, add that to her resume. And this is going to be, like, I think her last thing for a little bit. That's at least what she said. Should we plug her? Do we need to do that? Since we've been <laughs> talking about her so much. Out. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah. We'll keep it under wraps. It's a secret casting. You can't no, know she's yet. she's a great actor. Yeah. Everybody the grand reveal. great actor. James is a great actor, and he's playing only he a small is. part, yeah. So <laughs> it's like, and everybody Patrick, does their role well. Like those, yeah, everybody's that's a, the whole point. Yeah, that's the whole point. That's a winning team. I mean, you see the last dance, Michael Jordan shit that's been on yeah, recently. That's dude, what you need. Maybe, if you see a spot for me in Lucid, maybe I'll Ooh. try something. I'm not asking for anything. I'm not asking for anything huge. It, it could be small as like. Dude, actor Emilio. Dude, dude, yeah. Emilio. Are you kidding me? I'll figure oh something. God. You want to be? Uh, me too, please. <laughs> you want to be the crazy guy outside of I the? I need game? a look. Wow. Outside of what? Outside of the in the alley. <laughs> the instant roll. I, yes. I would. I would do anything. I would do anything. I would love a character to get into that'd be fun that's sick you had james getting stabbed you have to do whatever he wants <laughs> that's true i should give you the worst role possible <laughs> should make you do some crazy james stuff. got murdered in your james got his heart broken and then killed tragic. in your tragic. in your castings <laughs> for arts i did it for arts what's next yo <laughs> it's just eternal damnation burn it in <laughs> Someone's oh always god. getting stabbed or shot in, in oh one of my god. movies too. Who got killed? In, who got who got stabbed in Echoes? Not in Echoes. Not in Echoes. Oh okay, I guess. okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, I guess most definitely not, in the documentary. So. Def- well, my heart got broken in that one too. So the documentary. No, 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 oh, no. in Echoes. <laughs> in Echoes. Well, yeah, I guess that one too. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, that was bad. We're not laughing at the Holocaust. The Holocaust no, whoa, was bad. whoa. Of course not. No. But we're definitely not. We're definitely not. I was going to ask you, James, if um, there's ever been a time where, because uh, one thing that I was leading to um, talking about with Tyler and then something I just had like my own realization about it last night was when I was talking about um, giving direction to Max or to an actor 
and then they do something and it's not what I expected, but I don't say anything about it. You just kind of let it go. Um, and last night I realized like there's, I have to let this film go. Like mm. I have to, in directing this movie, I just have to let it go. Like I just, I've, and I've, I've spent so much time with it already, like years plus with it. So it's like now it, I, I do, I actually have to let it go. And it's, it's liberating to think like that. And it's also just interesting to think about that. I don't know if you, there's ever been anything like that for you or either Tyler as well. I don't, I don't yeah, know yeah. where you just like, you have to, something's not going to go in where you expect it, but you, you kind of relinquish control. You just, yeah. You just let it go. Yeah. Um, interesting. Uh, I've had times like that, but it's, it was only when I was editing a video. Mm. So it was after all the filming. That's when I was like, well, it is what it is. I have to work around <laughs> it. <laughs> you know? Oh, but it's I, already, it's already passed. I can't do anything about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was more I like a, let it, go. it was more like a fucking, I have to, it, it, instead of like, yeah, James a, is talking more like an asteroid hitting the earth type of shit where it's like, <laughs> yeah. fuck it. Can't do anything about like, it. Nothing's just gotta gonna keep happen. going. Yeah. Emilio, I think he's talking about something a little different. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I think I know what you mean, though. Like, basically where you're live in the moment, it's like, okay, this isn't going exactly as planned, but that is part of the plan, right? To, not, I yeah. guess, not go part of the plan. And I guess accepting that and realizing where you need to steer it and where you need to let it roam free. Is that what you're trying to – is that what you're yeah, getting Yeah, and just to? knowing, like, you don't have to be as hands-on and 100%. Mm. You yeah. know, you can be, you know, 80% or something. It doesn't have to be <laughs> – And it's, it's tough. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough to yeah. even give up 1%, because mm -hmm. especially when it's your original idea, like you said, you've been with it for years, you've grown it, you've reached out to people, some trials, some errors, right, and now you've made it, so it's like, I'm super invested in this, not only, not only did it start personal, but it's so personal, with every decision I've made with picking people, and picking, you know, like, shots and destinations, and you did it in your own place, right, like, you shot <laughs> in your place, so it's hard to like give that up i i think that runs through a lot of creative stuff i guess so uh, i just thought about when i was doing the chefins when i created that with cole that was a lot of us planning for these this big spectacle and we had this big idea for the theme and stuff but in it i knew there was going to be leeway for videos that i wasn't really didn't really have 100 percent control on because there was just so much that it was hard for me to yeah yeah it was a lot um, and that gets hard. You got to find the line because too much can become shit, yeah. right? Like if yeah. you let it go too much and you let it go too free range, it's like, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, we want like different ideas and shit, but this is not, there's still supposed to be a certain path, right? Yep. The yeah. interpretation can be different, but we need to head on the same path. Have you, did you run into anything like that on set? Emilio? Oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what was the question? Sorry, because I was... I, I, don't even remember. <laughs> I, don't remember. I don't even remember. But I, it, it was basically like, did you find a moment where it was like, okay, I got to bring the reins back in? Like, did you find moments where you had to test either limit? Um, hold on. I want to answer that question, but I think the U USPS person is in the corner. Okay, cool. I got to piss. So okay. let's hold off. Break. Hold off. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Look, look at him drinking water. It is look at him. I wonder if he knows what he's talking. It is fresh cut. Yeah, fresh I like that cut. fresh cut. It is fresh. Yeah. It does look good. Thank you. Thank you. It's like it's refreshing to see a fresh seen haircut. A fade. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen <laughs> it in so long. Oh, this is hold up. My shit popped up. And everyone looks so much different with the haircut. Yeah. Like yeah. Ge generally better when people get haircuts, you know what I mean?
Mm-hmm. I'm not Which just is a generally good look. It is. It's clean. And why is that? I feel We're clean. supposed to be like hairy in nature. Why the fuck do we look better and like it better without hair? Right? Yeah. Oh, okay, we've been, talking about a, we've been talking a lot of innate nature shit every episode, but if hair <laughs> just naturally grows and it just grows and grows and grows, what is it about less hair and like haircuts and people being shaved that we find more attractive? Or is that conditioning that we've just made up? Because we've evolved, we've evolved to have less hair for like practical reasons in terms of people living by the water so they don't get weighed down in terms of heat, in terms of all that type of shit, right? But then, I mean, was there, is attractiveness a practical reason? Is that an evolutionary thing? I think it's more, um, well, the it, like, like made. hairiness is tied to yeah. being rooted more in our like primal natures, right? Like almost barbaric oh. to be hairy, right? Yeah. So when we become more sophisticated, sophisticated, sophisticated oh. society, we're like fuck like, hairy people. Well, yeah, yeah, we the, say fuck the hairy people. The smarter you are, the less up. hair you have. <laughs> All those bald guys on the street are fucking geniuses. Like, everybody <laughs> that you see. No, I'm with you. I understand that. Yeah, I think that it's just it's one of those weird things again. Like we talked about uh, last uh, episode, where something to do with conditioning goes against nature, right? Or I guess, well, last time we talked about it with evolution of consciousness, which was, it was weird. We went down a rabbit hole. It was cool. But this one has to be like our conditioning now, because this sounds like it's more of a societal thing we're saying than evolutionary thing that we think yeah, less I hair think is, looks better. Damn. Where did that start? And why? Damn. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Fuck it. Shave it. Shave it all, everybody. Yeah, imagine a world of only bald, like everything, no eyebrows, no hair. Wasn't that no a uh, fairly odd parents episode? What? Which yeah, one? I think so. Timmy was like, I wish I was just the same as everyone else. And then oh, everybody the blob episode. became gray blobs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I said bald though, not blob. Same Like we're still human. No, 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 no. Think about a human. <laughs> yeah. Think about a human form. Think about a human face with no eyebrows, no beards, no mustache, no eyelashes, no hair, no arm hair, no leg hair. Nah, I don't like that. Yeah, it's a little weird. It's a little eye robot Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> that's exactly A little it. smooth skin. Yeah. A little smooth skin. Okay, well, that was... Uh, let's get back. <laughs> that's probably staying in, so who knows? That would be a nice jump cut. But Emilio, I was asking, um, were there moments on set where you f- had to test either limit of <clears throat> having too much control and needing to let go or letting it go too much and needing to bring it back? Um, I... Uh... I I feel like, well, I think in, from my perspective, I feel like at least from this most recent shoot, I feel um, like I might have let go too much. But I'm sure if you spoke to the people that were involved, they would have said I was pretty specific. So I, I, I think it's um, coming from different perspectives. And I also think um, I think I'm more specific with the camera and a little bit less specific with the actors. Right. Yeah. That's your world. That's what you know. That makes sense. I, what do you mean? Like, you know the camera more than the actor. So it makes I, more sense. Yeah. Like, the acting side. Dude, I notice that I naturally, on set, keep gravitating towards the camera. That's funny. I'm not, opposite. Dude, I, dude, I, uh, dude, I, I don't like want that, though. I the actors a lot. I do, too. I don't know why I'm sitting by the, ca- the camera. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so worried about the shot. That's why. Because I have a, it's still hard giving up, you know, the control. Cause that's 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 what filmmaking is. It's that fucking frame, you know. It's that box that's right there. So it's. Uh, it's well, it's what's weird going to on in that, that box control. too, right? So like. That's true. The actors are. But how do you know where the box is? You know, how do you? you know, <laughs> they have the yeah. ultimate control. Well, of course, yeah, balance it. You know. 
Yeah. So do you do you let the the actor have more free reign as a um, like does that come from a respect for that craft thing or a misunderstanding of it? You think? Like you know you don't know it as well as the camera, oh. so maybe you don't gravitate towards it as much. I, I don't know saying. if there's if you can really know anything about acting. Like it's it's just um. Just like I mean, like if you had acted before, like if you had, like if you'd acted in films, like as much as the characters you're talking to, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you filmed, you filmed, you've been a cinematographer mm-hmm. as much, or at least as good enough amount as the cinematographer that you're using, right? But that for acting is probably not the same. So I was saying maybe yeah. it floats from that. Do you think that comes from anything? I, I think. Um, go ahead, James. Oh, I was gonna say I agree that. That's that's at least how I was when I let you do cinematography because I trusted you way more than I trusted myself behind the camera. So I like walked over and I, I talked to you and Audrey about the shot, and then y'all got it, like on the dot each time. So I talked oh, to her the and I. Yeah, it was fun. She's fun to work with. She's great. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Audrey yeah. Wang. <laughs> yeah, she taught me how to shoot. You know, oh, her really? and Ava. Her and Ava. I mean, she taught me how to shoot. Ava taught me how to edit. I mean. Uh, yeah, I didn't. I don't forget these things. They might, but or even yeah. might, but I don't. Yeah. <laughs> no, you can't. That's where you came from. Like, yeah. no matter what happened, of it's course, like, yo, I came no from new TV. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That built me up. Mm-hmm. But James, you just said it there with, um, you yeah. trusted Amelia, right? Like you trusted yeah. Audrey to do their job. So I was saying, Amelia, do you think it stemmed from that same type of trust or respect, or more from, like, I just, I just don't get it. So I'm gonna let them do them. Also, I was. I was very concerned about getting the emotions out of the actors. The right mm. way. Like I was actually Which concerned. Which means less like rules. No, no, being having to describe it more, like what was going uh, on in the okay. scene, because I. Oh. Okay. I was working so with I can, like okay. um, Katie was a first time act- actress. Yes. That's Cole tough. had acted in a bit, but I still want. I, I just I was more concerned about how they were going to portray the the characters that they were, mm. in that scene, you know. So I, I talked to them a lot more about it. So actually, now that you've said that, I think the the difference is, um, so I haven't, I've had rehearsals and many conversations with the actors already about their characters. I haven't had any rehearsals with, you know, the cameraman. Uh, So that's why I tend to, I tend to, and the shots that I'm asking for are relatively specific. Um, And especially if they ask for movement, then they're definitely specific. So, and there were quite a few... Yeah, there were a few shots that had some that were James, I think he, there is one shot I got. Sometimes I'm getting used to the I have to get used to the sounds in this place. But um yeah, it's all fucking weird. The new ghost. Yeah. Right when you get used to the old ones. <laughs> <laughs> but it's um I there's a shot in here that I kind of reminds me, now that I think about it, it reminds me of the shot you got in La Llorona where it's the camera's looking down. From it's in, it's in the apartment building and it's looking down the stairwell and I think it does like a pan or a zoom or something or yeah. a tilt. What is it? What's the move? Well, there's one from the very top of the stairs where yeah. Cole walks in and he looks up and it's a oh. it's a kind of like a slow zoom out. Oh yeah, yeah, so it's yeah. A very dude, hypnotic. that's such a sick shot. Dude, when are you gonna make this fucking movie? <laughs> I'm working on it. I just yeah. have to open, me, man. Dude. I'm we keep talking so much about it and people are like, yeah. what the fuck? Like we don't know what scene. <laughs> I got a shot that um, now that I think about it, kind of reminds me of that. It's it's different, but it it has a, it's a shot through the stairwells from the opposite perspective, and it does a little bit of a different kind of movement, but. <clears throat> It's it's that it's that same cool. vibe I think so, I think you'll really like that one. It's cool. Yeah. A little homage. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Any other takeaways from the shot? 
the shoot i mean the shot, <laughs> the, shot. The, shot. the one single you only get one shot yeah <laughs> yeah nice any other no, takeaways i mean uh no i don't think so yeah no that was good i mean i think mm-hmm. we i think we broke it down pretty well we got into some good shit there well then let's switch up to our newest segment, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yikes. Oh, ladies boy. and gentlemen. Oh, we aired, we premiered it last episode Jeez. if you were with us and we didn't really stick to it. And I was I was disappointed because I wanted to hear I wanted to hear the defense. But <laughs> dun, 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 I gave a dun, solid dun, defense. Dun, I don't even you didn't even give one. We like we started talking about NASCAR or something, like right after. That was I you. Know. <laughs> yeah, I know. But that's but then you didn't go back. So it doesn't matter. You were running. It doesn't matter. Now you can't run from it because we're focused. All right, I'm ready. So Ding, ding, ding. I don't know what the sound that we're going for, but court is in session. Order, Defendant order. James, come on down. I didn't do it. I Your didn't court do is it. in session. I'm not guilty, Presiding sir. over the case is judge yeah. slash bailiff Guido Emilio. If <laughs> he's done shouting the <laughs> intro. You're supposed to be the decorum and the Good respect. Evening, your honorable <laughs> just judge. just smiling out. <laughs> yeah, the cop we, in the corner. Just yeah. We got the honor. Yeah. We got the honorable Everybody judge Guido. Everybody chill the fuck out. Yeah, wow. It's not a gavel. It's a gat. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh my shut God. <laughs> shoot shots in the air. Yo, shut up. All right. So that's just shoot in the court. Yeah. yeah shut. What a mockery of like the law system. It's like, fuck that shit. I don't give a fuck. Oh my God. Okay. So yeah, we've got uh, Judge Guido, Bailiff Guido. I will be the prosecutor for you today, James. Um, so for those who don't know, this segment is a, a topic that we specifically are going to be aiming at James defend this because I think it's something that he might defend and I need a defense <laughs> against it. Amelia will get in on this eventually. I just he needs to hear a couple of them and then he'll start coming with his James attacks. But James, mm-hmm. court case is defend rapping along the reverse when you played for someone. Rapping along your verse when you play yes, it for someone. And defend I want, it. And I, I yeah. want you to defend it because last time we were together and we were listening to it, I was trying to like really hear your verse on a song and you were like rapping through the whole thing. But I didn't want to kill your vibe because uh-huh. you were like really into it. But I was like, damn, Dude, he was bro, trying to give you a live I'm performance. Trying to hear song. Yeah, I know he was. But I'm like, bro, I want to hear the MP3. Do now, it for me after. Defend it, James. I, I'll defend myself in that situation first. Defend yeah, everything. That's, there's no one else to defend. It was playing defend off everything. of my no, phone. No, defend everything. That specifically. That specifically. It was, placing, it was playing laptop. off my phone, wasn't it? Laptop. Laptop. It was good And enough. it's coming from uh, like a not professional editing. It's just MP3 that we like rigged it. Like, like yeah. it was just Threw very some nasty EQ haphazardly on. added on. Like it was light. Reverb it was minor. light. Yeah, very minor. So I thought... Light mix. You probably would like it better if I... Highlighted some of the parts that were good. The whole verse. <laughs> no, it's like it's like he got more. Com- you could tell he was testing the waters because it's like he did like two bars and four bars, and it's like he didn't see that I was saying like, "Yo, yo, calm down, calm down." So he got into it and he started doing more. I think that was the cycle. Which which song was that too? I think it was Fees, like the old one we did with Yen and Billy. Like it was some old shit. Oh, but you have heard that before. But You've I wanted to hear before. it. I I opened up the session, the session, the segment, whatever you want to call to it. Go with. download the song, bro. I did download it. It was playing <laughs> off my laptop. I was like, James, that's what I'm saying. I opened up a. I want to listen to this. I haven't heard it in a while. Was that I, the last day? Was that the I last day I was in in Boston? Was that the yeah, last time we hung we out? That's when we shot some shit for the. Video. Okay. Okay. Yeah, 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 shot yeah, yeah. some shit, baby. I'm sure you were also just really into it. I you was. Know, we were having. I was excited. <laughs> As you uh, should be. Yeah. Yeah, I would have enjoyed it. I was proud of my verse, and I right, felt it. Right, right. You were focused. You were. Uh, yeah, we were working hard. Um, but defend it some more. Come on. What else? Defend the whole concept. Why do rappers do it? Because I don't like it. Do you yeah, like okay, it? Yeah, okay, so let's go to the larger. Yeah, so I think live performances are better when people 
don't rap over there. There's stuff. Unless, Whoa. unless. Oh, rap over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Unless, um, the lyrics aren't something they really care about, right? Like if it's like a turn up song. Like, if Travis Scott is rapping over his own stuff, that's fine, because his voice is used as a melody in the song, so it kind of has to keep that tone, and then he could use the live auto-tune as, like, a... That's crazy. ...as his own kind of uh, ad-libs during the whole thing, and it makes it a completely different experience when you listen Whoa. to the song live. That's interesting, because then it's almost like it's a live studio session every time. Exactly. Like he's adding new layers to it, new melodies, new ad-libs, and you get the aspect of seeing him, like, jump off the stage, or, you know, like yep. rip his shirt off and swing the microphone stand around, or yep. whatever the hell he does. This guy's wild. So and damn, Kanye, Kanye does the same cool. thing too. Yeah. What is? What do you mean? Oh well, yeah, because he's got like the whole production. Mm-hmm. Wasn't his last? Uh, I don't know what the last one, but the Pablo one is the last huge one I remember hearing about. And that's when he had like the moving stage in the middle of Madison Square Garden and shit, and the crowd would like follow it as it moved around. And right. Like, oh, Jesus Christ. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that sounds incredible. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that sounds incredible. I don't know what. What did he dress like? Like was he like an angel? You know what I'm saying? He's like, probably here, wearing easy clothes. Everyone? Just his. Oh my god! So he's just like yeah, exactly homeless yeah. or Holes from in Seattle. His shirt, big baggy shirts. Do they're homeless or white Seattle? Like it's one of those. Those are the two <laughs> looks of Yeezy. <laughs> okay, so I guess that's a good enough. Not good enough, but I like that uh, aspect. You're right. That is like a live studio session. That's pretty sick. But in general, I'm not a fan. Not a fan. In general, I'm not either. Either let it play or rap on the instrumental. James, I would have gladly the why, played the instrumental to rap. But why do you not like it very much? It's just like, because I'm, well, I think when I do it, I'm like, hmm, I'm trying to think. Oh, damn. You're he, flipped Tyler it on can't me. defend it. Well, if no, you're attacking me, wow. I, I already defended it. I know, you're right. I can't. Come no, we good. Come, recess. Judge, I need a recess. No. <laughs> no, no, recess. <laughs> so, yeah. No, Stay I think, school. because um, I'm trying to think, because when I play, first of all, I don't like playing my other shit for people kind of like period until it's unless it's like fully fully done but what even then yeah i guess but i guess i don't ever like thinking that their opinion of whatever they're listening to is being influenced by me being there right so i like for them to hear it first and then you know we can talk about it or some shit yeah. like that but do you think people would lie like they just tell you it's good if they're around you for the first time i I'm well sure. i yeah i think there's definitely uh that plays it, a part yeah. and so I, I could definitely over <laughs> <laughs> So when I played it for you, I don't oh think I didn't think you would lie, and tell me that. Oh well, so I mean, gave we you already the live know I like it. Performance instead. That was like a side answer because we—that's a different scenario. We already know that I like it, right? Okay. So it's like I wouldn't lie about it. That was like I just wanted to fucking hear that. <laughs> I wanted to hear you on B in the song, even like. Have you listened nice. to it since then? No, he ruined it for me. Wow. Well, you could listen to it on your own without <laughs> yeah, me there, time. We'll and then plug I, it you, in won't, right here. you won't have the problem of me rapping my verse when it comes. We'll on. insert it. It's, just, it's a mood thing, hey, yo, James. You gotta read in. the vibe. Oh, put my tape in, B. Dude, that might have to be a permanent drop for the pod. We'll put it in the beginning. Hey, yo, put my we got tape the sound. In, yeah, the sound effects perfect. Yeah. Hello? You know, we'll have to like mix them up because <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'll be James. <laughs> James, you have to come in something with the rabbit. Chiro. Hey. 
boy. You know, like something Churro like that. In between the boy. Yeah, that's that's the boy. James has many monikers. Churro boy is just the most popular one, right? That's, that's your alter probably, ego. Yeah, yeah. And Why I said that on a whim. Huh? I said that on a whim. I was like, call me Churro you boy. Did? To, to David Chuckle. Oh, Shekel. my God. Yeah. And then everyone in And then he started it, the me. cultural <laughs> phenom that David Chuckle is. Yeah. <laughs> Where is he? Uh, I don't know, but in Boston? I, oh, n- no, he's in New Jersey right now, I think. I saw some shit uh, that he actually posted recently that about and uh, Northeastern reopening. James, I know that it affects you. I mean, oh, like, what, did you, he, right? what did he say? Well, just about like how they wanted, they had certain demands. It was like a petition thing, like one of his social justice coalition things. I was just seeing it, and it was talking about apparently the Northeastern, when they were saying they're going to reopen, it was very like loose guidelines mm. about testing and cleaning and shit like that so it's like well that does i guess the whole point was it doesn't make you feel safe enough but i have them mm. here actually i can read them i can read them if you want to hear them yeah let's hear it okay so there's seven quick ones amelia strap in <clears throat> so the first one is these yeah they have like subcategories so this first subcategory is affordability and the first one is tuition must be reduced for all classes that are impacted by oh you know what dude hold up i'm gonna read them out loud but i'm gonna drop them in the chat so you guys can read them at the same time Hold on, we're gonna cut this part, bro. It's making me download it. Ugh. Really? See, we'll just do it. can you just it's read like, it? Please? They're each less than two hundred kilobytes. You can download it, uh, but I will read it as you do it. Okay, ready? So the first one: tuition must be reduced for all classes that are impacted by a transition to online or hybrid learning, and Is refunds there? for summer one and summer two. So, uh, what does that mean? Nothing. Oh no, because like you'd be paying less. It's yeah. Nothing. If it's online <laughs> classes, then we should have. Right, because you're in the building less, dude. Yeah. This could be a permanent Corona effect with like. Okay, we'll keep going, then we'll come back. Both incoming no, and returning. St- both incoming. <laughs> two. Both incoming and returning students must be able to easily defer their enrollment or take a leave of absence for the fall 2020 semester. Mm. Uh, what does that mean? Like you can just, just more leeway leave. in case like people don't know what the situation is in the future. They don't oh. want to commit to it. Okay, got it. Yeah, yeah. So they want a, a way to get out. Yeah. Because I read these like kind of quick, and I was like, okay, I know this is saying something, but <laughs> I don't have enough patience <laughs> to dissect them. So here we go. James is the translator. Students who, for any reason, do not live on campus during fall 2020 must not lose their housing guarantee or deposit. Okay, that goes along those same lines as the last one. That's yeah. fair. Uh, next one is ensure that adequate PPE is available to all students, faculty, and staff. Okay, fair enough. Uh, da, da, da. Any data collected through the NUPD Safe Zone app must be used for public health purposes only. Dude, I was actually wanted to ask you guys about this because the last time we were around the campus, they had the sign that was like anybody who is on campus or is supposed to be needs to sign into the NUPD app. So I guess like you sign in and you're registered and you're allowed to be there. I've never so, done that. <laughs> well, no, I'm, I'm assuming it's new because yeah. of Corona. So it's like you're only going to be allowed in the building if you're supposed to be, right? And I'm assuming with protection yeah. and shit like that. Mm-hmm. But is that going to stay? Like, does that worry you at all that they might use it for some other shit if it stays around? Uh, data? Like pulling my data? I don't even know data. I, I don't even know. But I guess it was enough of a concern here that they had to bring it up. Cool with me it does as long as it starts data. protecting me. Yeah. Okay, cool. Next one. Northeastern must be transparent regarding NUPD's role in enforcing social distancing and health measures on campus. Okay. And explicitly detailing them. Yep. And then last one is Northeastern must be upfront about any plans to lease additional off-campus properties for student housing and work to offset any gentrification caused by this. Ah, threw that caveat in there. Yeah. Threw that caveat in there. What do you think about those general things? That should be things? bolded. Gentrification. You're going back there. This is still your uh, your squad that you're repping. Yeah, I'll be there what for another think? year, so um, 
Yeah, you in it's support of those? Good. I really hope that they'll listen. If anything, if it's a, if it's a concern, even if it doesn't match mine, all these match mine though. Um, right. But it, it, I really just hope that this does something and that it shows that Northeastern actually listens to its student. What's the history students. on shit like this? Do they normally? Um, I remember when Corona first started like breaking out, there was a petition to get the rest of the semester's housing um, discounted or, or given back, refunded, mm-hmm. and it got a, a ton of signatures. I think like over ten thousand or something. Yeah. Um, oh and, wow. And they've listened. Like it happened. It actually oh, they happened. did it! Wow, yeah. they folded. Yeah. So there's and there's other colleges that just don't even listen to their kids. Mm-hmm. Like there's people like Mimi's school has a lot of problems in it. They're just Where like hand, they're they're not being very transparent. MCPHS, they're not being uh, transparent about their solutions to any of the problems. <clears throat> they're just like if you have a question, you call Student Financial Services, and then they bounce right. you around to a different department, and then they bounce you around. So they just right. keep making the students go in circles and circles. Which yeah. is frustrating. Like, I couldn't imagine having to deal with that. Suffolk was very similar in that sense sometimes. Shout out to Suffolk. I'm officially detached from them. Paid off my <laughs> last of my remaining tuition money today. So, woo! Nice. Now, I don't have debt to Suffolk. Just now to the government. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Not too much, though. We all right. We all right. We got off not too bad. Not too bad. But, okay, yeah, a healthy amount. Healthy That's amount. Good, yeah. Can you do shit with your debt? Like, can you spin shit off of that somehow? Like, if you um, I just it. watched Uncut Gems, uh, okay. and he used nice. debt to I'm make seeing. bets. So he used his debt yeah. to make Did bets. Did you like the ending? <laughs> yeah. How do you? Uh, do I think it was necessary. I think yeah, it was, was kind of the only way. Yeah. You got, if you guys want to deep dive, you can go in. It's okay. I haven't seen it, but we can go if you have more comments on the. Well, end. it just no, came just... out on Netflix, so oh, I'm sure really? a lot of people are gonna be watching this. And yeah. So yeah. say it. That's good. Adam Sandler was good. He was I really liked good it. in it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I just I just think uh, no. Go ahead, because there's a airplane coming. Um, I kind of don't want to deep dive into it. I feel bad. Fuck I don't either. I was it. just gonna ask if you had anything. Uh, like any no, I thought it was very it. tense throughout, in its own way, like interesting, like anxiety driven. You know. Mm, yeah, um, definitely. Which like not like a horror film anxiety. It was just like Jesus, what? what it was just hectic. Like the shit crazy. just going on. Yeah. Yeah, shit's going down. And yeah, I completely disagreed with down. his choices like almost every time. The main character did something, and I was like, Jesus, why the fuck are you doing that? Just do something else. So I wonder why it's, like, something people watch. So if it's really people watching Adam Sandler, or Isn't are they Kevin Garnett in it? They're watching you know? for him. They're watching yeah. for Kevin Garnett. <laughs> yeah, KG's in there. <laughs> for KG. The Weeknd's in it, I think. Yeah, oh the Weeknd's in it. So they got the whole Boston and Toronto crowd. So they, mm-hmm. <laughs> what else did they get? Where was it filmed? New York. Okay, there you go. That's all the cities you need, right? Mm-hmm. Good old, good old Bean Towners. That's a nice, uh, loyal fan base. Oh, yeah. Very so, true. anyway, NU, uh, NUTV, cheese. So, Northeastern, wow. you support it? You support it all? Them reopening? I don't know. I mean, everything that I just, yeah, everything, <laughs> we, just, <laughs> everything we went over. No, I don't support everything Northeastern does. I, I support the students making their claims and trying to get their. Uh, Do you support a reopening? Are, are you going back to campus? I have to, yeah. If they end up all reopening. Cla- none, oh, none of your classes went online or half my own, online? Like, summer classes are online, but if fall classes. They keep them the same. Yeah. Gotcha. Damn, I'm surprised there isn't a more long-term adaptation being made. I mean, maybe we just have to wait uh, for a little more while after this dies down. But I'm like for work and for class and things like that. I wouldn't be surprised if there was a big downgrade on physical locations or needing to actually. Yeah. Well, 
My I mom's hope company don't is. Open up soon, man. Oh, Jim's what? just opened up in, in, in Texas. Really, dude? I need yeah. to go. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, that's so bad. <laughs> I need. Today was the yeah. second day of in a row, only a second day of like actually doing some exercises like in the morning, and it feels good. <laughs> feels good. Hopefully this keeps up. Day two, everybody. Eating blueberries as a snack. Nice, healthy stuff. That's good. Trying to, man. Got a curb. I spent too long of this being like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you, know, yeah, like you can't that, let it pull the, you down that, that personified, that sound. Yeah. So now I'm trying to switch it back up. <laughs> you know how it go. But my mom's work has already decided that they're going to be, like, remote from now on. Oh, yeah. So at least wow. the end of the year. Like, and they're like, yeah. this could be a future thing if you want. Same. My mom just started a new thing, and, like, they're doing online as well. Like, she's jumping into it, yeah. working from home. So it's like, shit, this shit could be permanent. Who knows? Wow. And it might be better for people psyche if they don't have to, like, Get outside of the comfort of their home and run like, through traffic, dude. Like, traffic might go down. A lot. Going through rush hour with tea and shit. stuff. Yeah, yeah. pollution might Whoa. go down, dude. That actually, holy shit, that might change a lot. And maybe then, now when people leave their homes, actually, it's for some other more wholesome things, right? Like, go to the park with my kid, right? Or, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. go to the grocery store. Maybe I say hey to somebody or whatever. Because it's like when you go somewhere to work, even on your lunch break, it's like, all right, I'm hustling. I'm trying to get right to yeah, the food store, right to the spot to eat, yeah. right back to the office, right? It's like you're just going and going and going, hustle and bustle. Like you said, maybe if there's that comfort or that just kind of peace and calm at home, mm-hmm. maybe it could change shit. I mean, I personally don't like really working at home. I like to differentiate my spaces, but mm-hmm. I could definitely see the benefits. Would y'all feel me? Yeah, and it depends on the location, too. Like, Yeah, and the job. Yeah, for sure. All right. Let's take another break. I got to piss. Okay. Ugh. I'm going to hold it for, like, the last five. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Yo, so have either of you seen or fallen <clears throat> victim to these, like, corona cough attacks that are happening in public and in stores? No. What? Have you seen any of this shit? No. What is that? <laughs> So apparently, I was talking to my sister about it yesterday, and then today my mom sent me a video of a compilation of middle-aged, mostly white women, some white men, in, like, stores for the most part, not wanting to wear their masks, and being told, yo, can you wear a mask? And then they just, like, in a rage, they just go, (coughs) and start coughing around the room, like, at people, and it's wild. There was one I saw where this lady, like, literally just coughs right at this old guy's face. I'm like, oh, my God. That could kill him. That could literally, no, he could literally die, yeah. That's ridiculous. Can you push that person? Can you do something in retaliation? I think they kind of, like, another person came and, like, hurried them out, like, you know, with a hand, pretty forcefully, but I don't know if you can, like, I don't know, because that's, like, biological warfare. (laughs) Right, you know what I'm saying, dude? You're literally coughing a virus at me that has no cure. It's at least causing like emotional distress, you know? Like, just emotional. You don't know. Bro, I could lose sense of taste because you (laughs) coughed at me. What the fuck is that? Yeah, so I thought it was hilarious. I mean, obviously bad, but very funny to just watch the spazzo because it's like to get so amped that that, like, to get. About like, not wearing told, a mask, just wear a mask. Out, just it's like, nice. I don't think I would get to the point where I would start coughing everywhere. I don't know. Yeah. Also, it's like at the same time, the coughing's not that bad. I think it's just as bad if you're just breathing out in the store, right? So if she's in there anyway, I guess just her being there is the problem. Mm-hmm. That's my Corona breath. Because James isn't paying attention, so I'm trying to get him back. I'm looking right at you. Oh, okay. I'm looking right at you. Did you see how I cupped the hands for like aerodynamicity? <laughs> Is that the word? Uh, Aerodynamics, I meant. But anyway, so you haven't been, you haven't fallen victim to that yet, or no one's been doing that in your town? No. Yeah, they Thank should God. probably be arrested, dude. Because, Amelia, I mean, like you said, can you do anything about that? And that could literally kill somebody. So mm-hmm. if they die, can you go to jail? 
Actually, even before, probably, because attempted murder you can go to jail for. <laughs> right? So even if they don't get it, just the cough. Oh defend it, James. Defend, defend it, James. Defend it. Is that the world we're in yeah. now, though, dude? Where is that going to be, like, the world we're in until there's a vaccine? Like, coughing is could be liable to lock Taboo. you up. I mean, why is that? That should, should be normally taboo. That should not just to be cough because, at because of this. Yeah, to be coughing. Oh, socially taboo. Face. Yeah, but you can't yeah. illegally. Socially, yeah. right, right, it, right. Did I get the word? <laughs> Legalize it? No, illegalize it. But Illegalize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you would have to go to jail. Because I'm trying to think, but is that the case with any other diseases? Like, if I cough the flu at you, do I go to jail? <laughs> There's no, like, law against that, right? Let's Google. I'm going to Google. Yeah, but there is a law against, like, knowingly spreading, like, AIDS. Like, you can go to jail for that. But I don't know what it's called. I don't know if it's called attempted murder or if it's called, like, purposeful aid spreading. Like, I don't know if it has its own category. Research. It don't worry, It is everybody. a crime. It is a crime. To cough the flu at you? To cough. It's on someone. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Like, just oh, wait, period. Wait, 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 wait. Just period, yeah. <clears throat> just period to cough. Why? It's like assault? Yes, something like that. Yeah, I don't see the actual word for it. I just know. I'm just reading that this article is like, coughing is a crime. Oh my god! <laughs> well, when you read it in that voice, that sounds very <laughs> believable and credible. Yeah. Oh, it's assault. Cough. It's assault. Okay, assault. yeah. <laughs> Amelia, I want I you to know you are. Parrot. Yeah, you are the only person who's gonna be in the making fun of the other host compilation because you're the only one that mocks yeah. James and I for our voice. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait till that one comes it. together. It's gonna be just a bunch of five second clips of us fucking up and you mocking us. Love it. Get ready for that, peoples. Okay, well, watch out for these wily white women then. Be careful. They are those WWWs. They might be out here. WWWs. One, one of them, I don't know if it was like a stupid ass thing or she was trying to be an asshole about it, but she walked in with her mask on and cut around just the mouth. Uh, like just like this a rectangular small slit around the whole of her mouth it's like well man, it's easier to breathe like that and i don't know if she was like being a douche or a dumb but i think i think it was a mix of both it's hard to see the difference now huh? <laughs> i think it was a mix of both wait uh, so she's go, a douche go. but she's acting like a dummy she's trying to act like a dummy she's a douche yeah i think or it was no, like a she's a dummy both. acting like a douche she's either ignorant or like willfully ignorant you know <laughs> i think it's dummy acting like a douche yeah dummy yeah, acting yeah, like yeah. a douche or that's like the episode a damouche Damush. Damush. Uh, That's the name of the episode. Damush. <laughs> and in parentheses. Yeah. Dummy acting like a douche. There was one, though, that was interesting where, like, I didn't think about, well, actually, no, I have, but there was one girl that was saying she couldn't go into uh, a store because she had a condition where, like, she can't wear the masks. And I, like, didn't realize that was a thing, but I'm like, yeah, it totally is, like, for uh, breathing or respiratory shit. Or if, like, your mask gets dirty, it's kind of pointless to be wearing it. You know, like, say you're walking outside. You touch some shit, and then you touch, like, the inside of your mask by accident when you're moving. So there's something. shit in your mask? At that point, it's kind of useless because it's just on your mouth, and you're just breathing in it, and you're cycling it in and out of your mask at that point. So that is mm. – I, I didn't think about that. But, I mean, she was a douche about it, too, because she was like, well, I'm filing a lawsuit. You're you're literally discriminating against me right now. You know, while there's, of course, saying, like, yo, we'll help you shop. Like, tell us what you want. We'll grab it for you. Like, it'll be fine. Yeah. Right? Giving but, solutions. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I forget about that sometimes. That No, so, not sometimes. I totally forgot about that. Because I feel like I'm getting judged all the time when I don't have a mask on, right? So, But, I mean, I have no reason to not be wearing it. But there are people who do. So it's like, damn, chill. Ease up, James. Stop being so mean. Mean. Damn, that hair is long, huh? It reaches down to your nose. Just the top. Oh.
I want mine to keep growing, but it seems to hit a stagnant pace. Although with the headphones off, you see it gets smushed in, which is Wow, hilarious. it's popping, bro. Dude, I woke up this morning, and this whole thing was flat, like, to the side. <laughs> and the top was kind of, like, dampened down like this because I was just moving around in my sleep, and it's so puffy now. And I looked like, I, I don't even know. I look like a totally different person because it made my head shape look different. I almost looked like a, like a reverse popsicle. Like, my head was the Bro. popsicle part, and then the stick was the hair on top. It was weird. <laughs> it was really fucking weird. I didn't like it. Okay, good. So we're avoiding Corona coughs. That's good. Did you see that Doja Cat is apparently a racist? I did see that. You saw this? You saw yeah, this? Yeah, I saw all of it. All of it. I had to see if it was true or not. <laughs> so for Emilio and uh, everybody else who doesn't know the backstory, Doja Cat, Emilio knows the rapper, artist. She's dope. She's dope. Mm-hmm. But... I think so. It stemmed in the Lana Del Rey thing, right? Where she said some comments about like women talking about sex. I don't and know all if it shit. stemmed from that, but it well, was. Well, no, no. It, but it just stemmed in the sense of like her name was in the news. Yeah. Like her name was a buzz because of that. And so people went to just like look at her shit and see what she was all about. And apparently, what, what was found? Because I only heard, I didn't really see everything. Uh, so she has a history of joining Tiny Chats, which is like just a, a video conference kind of thing where you jump in. I think it's random chats, but it's oh, very. Like chat roulette. Yeah, like, like chat good. roulette. Wow. Yeah, but it's known for hosting like um, people who are very alt right, oh. trolls and things like that. Who are right, right, right. Use racial edge slurs lords, often. Apparently. Yeah, edge lords and yeah. Shit that like was that. a phrase my sister told me. She says, <laughs> "Doja Cat." Did you know Doja Cat is apparently an edge lord? And I was like, "Oh Jesus!" All right. Yeah. But so, yeah, so what? She was like being racist, or she was just talking to them? She was in those chats. I don't know if she said anything racist. I don't know if uh, if that happened. But if that did, then that's like. All you need to know that she's racist, right? I don't but, know. Yeah. Maybe. But so other than that, she had a song that fun. used a um, a racial slur. <laughs> which one? There's like the big racist one. I'm trying which to. Th- I th- no, no, it wasn't that. It wasn't that. <laughs> uh, I think okay. it was a a dindu. And What's it's a that? it's a phrase that's used to describe um, black people that are assaulted by cops because they always say, "I didn't do nothing." I looked oh up. Uh, I looked it up on Urban Dictionary. Oh wow! What was <laughs> um, the line? Do you know what the line was? Dude, it was, it was like, um, how much money could a dindu make if a dindu didn't do nothing or something? Oh no! <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that was recent too. That was in the past year or so that oh. she, she put that out. Like it, it wasn't out. It was like a draft for a song. So how and is it, it out? How do people know it's because out? Because it leaked. It'll just leak. Oh, man. A draft of the song, yeah. Don't upload your drafts, people. This is why the demos need to stay on the hard drive. Transfer them by USB. <laughs> you got to do it. Although I probably have a but couple. But she could have leaked it herself to see if people were like, wow, that's so... Cool. Cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, nobody uh, knows what that means. I bet nobody knows that. Yeah. I, yeah, I didn't know. What was I just about to say about that? Oh, yeah. So I was talking to my sister about it. She was the one filling me in. I kept my Twitter beef and Twitter news from her when she fills me in. And uh, she was saying that apparently, in addition to being in those chats and just, like, hanging out, apparently she was there was one where she was, like, stripping, and they were, like, <laughs> they were, like calling her the N-word while she was doing it. And she, <laughs> you can change this face. <laughs> and they just, like, kept doing it. Yeah, so I don't, I mean, that's pretty wild. Does that make you racist? <laughs> that, like the one stripping? Does that make you racist? Or if what? you're allowing it to happen? Mm. Yeah. At least slightly. You're complete, mm. com- complicit. Complicit, I guess. Yeah. Racist adjacent. Especially if it's at you, dude. Race if someone adjacent. was saying just racist stuff to me, 
I wouldn't just strip for them. What? <laughs> <laughs> they got to say nice stuff to you for that? Yeah, Is that, exactly, how, is that yeah. how they get that pop? Yeah, be kind. Oh, and then also apparently um, she says shit like, because uh, um, she's mixed, right? I think she's half white, half black. And she was like, oh, I like being black because of my curves or whatever. Or like, that's the only reason why I like it or some shit like that. So I think that fed in. But that's your girl, huh, James? Young Doe, she's out here, outed, racist, defended. Ah, fuck. Why do I have to defend her? <laughs> defend her? I don't want to. What did to. you think about the, the Lana Del Rey shit it came from? Because I don't know. How, I mean, I thought that was a little hype over nothing. Um, Amelia, are you familiar with what happened? I don't no. care if a celebrity as big as any of the people that were listed. I really don't care if they come out and they're like, I've been so treated so poorly. Like when Taylor Swift yeah. said something like that. Oh, I'm my like, God. You're Taylor Swift. You have millions of fans. You have albums that are making millions of dollars. Just yeah, chill. And we're like, talking like specifically music shit. Like yeah, right now, not like yeah. other other shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what else she's come out about. I, I, I don't. I don't really know what her claim was. Was it that she's mad that she can't make the type of music she does without having critics? Talking of about it? Lana. Lana. Yeah, Lana. Yeah. So I think it's sorry, but she said something, or like it was like a post or some shit where she put out, and she was naming, you know, like Nicki Minaj, um, Beyonce, Meg The Stallion, yeah, Beyonce, Doja Cat, Ariana Grande, all these girls who, well, not apparently they do, but use like really sexual lyrics and shit in their songs and, and their sexuality, yeah, yeah, and are popping off it. So she was like, "Well, since this is now so popular, can I go back to talking about what she said, like being in love and deep shit and oh, hard yeah. relationships, like edgy stuff almost, like, yeah, and hard relationships and shit." And first of all, I'm like, her. "You still can, like, yeah, oops. you always were able to." <laughs> I don't think the people who are propping up the sexualizing thing are saying you can't do your love and all that shit. Like, I think that's a different set of haters for one. So it's like they're just they kind of dictate what sells, though. Not even dictate, but they they are what sells. Uh, and that's, because that's a clear that's example. The main shit. That's yeah. what you're saying. Mm, so she might yeah. get more detractors and wouldn't get support even more because it's not like the popular shit. Is that what you're saying? But that's kind yeah. of that that argument kind of faded in. I think our our time of like streaming whatever you want, like you find the mm, stuff that you want. That's a good point. A lot more people were finding things that aren't popular, like aren't yeah, mainstream. Like a lot yeah. of those songs are radio like number ones that she's talking about. She's upset that they're that popping, but it's like <laughs> your music. Yeah, her fan base is was huge. Was it ever on top? 40 like even her shit for young and beautiful for great gatsby an amazing song i love it it's yeah. a fantastic song was that ever on like radio barely but it was only because she... it was promoted for the movie right right probably yeah so it's like your songs aren't radio anyway so it's like now the spotify like you're saying the streaming shit is around if she you has a dedicated fan base who are accepting of it and listening to it if you listen to Lana Del Rey, you're not listening to the radio, right? You're listening to your music <laughs> elsewhere. You're, yeah. so you're, like, so you can, your fans are somewhere else. Those top 40s don't affect you. But I remember Lana Del Rey back in the, when she was popping in like early high school and shit. And p- kids were listening to it on Pandora and then also like YouTube videos that had less than 100 views, right? Bands and shit like that eclectic type of thing. So they're not on the radio. You can get to them otherwise without top 40. So I did think that was dumb. But I also think apparently the critique against her is that in her music, she glamorizes abuse apparently oh. because she right because she talks about like bad relationships and maybe not being like more submissive in it and shit like that and then like love and shit. But the thing is, like, she talks about all of it, so it's like yeah. she doesn't just glamorize abuse for yeah. one, which I think that's kind of a dumb term. Talking about something isn't glamorizing it either. either. Yeah, just... exactly. And it's like just because she happens to be like a glamorous person, like she is. I, I'll say that <laughs> she's glamorous, bro. You seen her pictures? Like, oh my yeah, god, she, she's yeah, stunning, she right? Like, holy shit. But the point is, just because she's that and then talking about these things 
doesn't mean just because she gets propped up because of her glamour that those things are being like <clears throat> faked, right? She's not mm-hmm. doing it on purpose. That she's talking about shit that's for real. So yeah. it's like, why is that less credible? And also the sexualness of the other artist's music, that gets criticized all the time too. That's it's true. not like people aren't saying very true. I'm things lying. about that. There's a lot of people saying it. Mm-hmm. Usually the same people <laughs> saying stuff about Lana Del Rey's music. Yeah, so I think it was just a classic case of everybody getting mad about everything when there are solutions to everything that is being complained about. Mm. But people would rather complain than find a solution. Yeah, we putting a button on that one. Tell Lana that. Tell Lana, <laughs> please, dude. You got her contact? Yeah, I'll hit her up. No, I, I want to talk to her. Oh, okay, yeah, I'll send it to you. Yeah, yeah, come on. I come on. Don't, I'll say your name. I'm like, yeah, okay, James told me. Guy, I know yeah. James, blah, blah, blah. Do I need that clout? You do. Okay. Well, but she knows me as Churro Boy, so. Just most popular she gave name. it to you? She gave you the name? <laughs> Actually, yeah. That's where it came from? It was slightly yeah. more racist when she said it instead of me. Oh, wow. Yeah, she's like, hey, Churro Boy. Get away like, from ah, me. You don't know me. Wash my car. Yeah, or something crazy like that. Damn. I start, I start stripping for her. <laughs> Those churros instead of dollars. No, like powdered sugar and cinnamon instead of dollars at you. Oh my god, that'd be good, James. I think you have a career in that. Do an outdoor stripping, an outdoor stripping experience, and you're in Dallas, so like it's hot. You'll get sweaty, and then people can come and throw powdered sugar and cinnamon at you, and you can mm. be like, "Yo, it's what the churro boy experience." Yeah, and if you want to get like really freaky deaky, I mean, I don't know what you're into. Sometimes I bet you're a freaky guy, but oh, you know I'm like, a freaky guy, Tyler. Why are you playing? Why are you lying? Uh, anyway, why are you lying uh, for the podcast yeah, right uh, now? Uh, this is uh, somewhere else. Yeah. This is a different rabbit hole. <laughs> no, no, it's like this for is extra, a different kind of dark hole. Ca- listen, we need we all need cash sometimes. <laughs> There's no shame in it. Just need a few extra bucks. You'd be like, yo, if you want something extra fun, we go to the back room and you can remove the sugar and cinnamon from me in any way you like. Ugh, no. That what is going on? Yeah, I don't dude. want any of I'm that. I'm giving James a game plan. <laughs> I don't want any of that. <laughs> You put a lot of thought into this, haven't you? <laughs> no, I, that was that was off the top, baby. We off okay. the dome. We cooking yeah. in the lamb. I no. told you guys this is gonna be a personality driven podcast because we had nothing <laughs> to talk about today. Emilio did good with the film in the first half, and then you know Doja Cat and yeah. uh, that well, shit. Well, let's she talk about fumbled. more art stuff. More art stuff. What you got? Yeah, let's talk about. Oh no, I don't know. Let's talk about shit. I don't have. We do Wait, can I pitch some? Can I? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Can I give a shout out to my brother? Sure. What the fuck? I want to give a shout out to Joseph Valdez. He just graduated what? from Yale. Oh, okay, oh wow. Yeah. Congratulations. And my brother is going on a road trip from Dallas to Connecticut to pick him up. Wait, how many brother? brothers you got, bro? Yeah. yeah, what Two. are we talking about? He's my oldest brother. So my oldest call... brother is picking up Joseph. Are you getting Yale. in or no? I'm not going. They just left. Oh. Today. So you didn't go. Damn, no, because not? my brother's moving everything back home. Uh, so he has oh, a bunch of classes. So, so he can't. Me? <laughs> he couldn't fly from like New York or anything. Uh, and, so there's uh, people and stuff in the van. Yes. Could we no space a, for you. Not, not a could lot of call, people. Could we call it a caravan, perhaps? Uh, that see, that's what I thought you were say. going for. Ooh, oh, I thought you were going for. I thought you were lining it up, and I was like, no, not people. <laughs> there's no people. I mean, there's two people at least. There are two people. Come on, that's listen. It takes two dots to make a line. Two's more than Person, enough. Person, people. Yeah. yeah, exactly, bro. Come on. Be like that. Yeah, defend it, James. <laughs> defend it. I feel like you, should, caravan. you should this defend like yourself for saying them. for saying. A, a, I have no shame. A, for a truck of pe- of Mexicans, you're calling them caravan. You only have to defend if you have shame. I have no shame. 
Okay. Well, that says a lot. Why? Why can't? What if? What if I said it about Emilio? I could have said it about Emilio. Yeah, it'd be different. Why would it be different? Because they're because not your, Mexican. Because your feelings are hurt. Yeah, I am offended. Standard. I am offended by you. Yeah. No, I feel you. That's. I mean, that is one of those <laughs> things that's tough. I mean, no, no, like uh, not for me, but I'm talking in general now. But that is one of those things that's tough because it's even something like saying the word monkey. Like I get uncomfortable just saying that. Even just now, I got. Oh, man. Like, I was like, ugh. Yeah. You know, well, my eyes just like grew right, right. <laughs> because it has that. I mean, albeit subjective in terms of it's towards one uh, group of people, right? So it has a subjective meaning, but it's taken this objective form. Like everybody kind of knows that you know, black people have been compared to monkeys in the past. It's very racist, right? All that shit's very bad. You shouldn't do it. So it's like, damn, monkeys just lost their name, huh? Like they can't even get damn. mentioned in society anymore. <laughs> Neither can caravans. I'm trying to think. What else can we not? Uh, that might be it. I'm sure there's more, but I can't think of it off top. There's probably a few. Oh, I I just went to a bad place, but we won't go there. We won't go. There. <laughs> <laughs> we won't go there. No, Billy, did you have art shit? Is that why you brought it up? Because I don't have art. No, shit. I was gonna. <clears throat> well, I don't know. What are you guys up to? What are you working on? Have you noticed anything during your processes of working? Um, any patterns? You have good. No, I'm bad. kind of in the slug it out phase. I'm kind of going through the yo. We're just trying to plug through and drive through and actually do shit. I need to actually like do more to then analyze some process. You know what I'm saying? Like editing these pods, I need to do that more. I have been uh, recording more, so that's been good recently. So that's pretty. That's, that's good. Pretty nice. Mm -hmm. That's pretty nice. Yeah, I finally have a. I mean, with this new mic setup, that's pretty dope. And I have a um, another friend that's around, so that we we're able to work. So it's uh it's pretty good. Otherwise. Just the story shit, which that's not too ready to be talked about at length, especially not this late in the podcast. I could go down a <laughs> two-hour rabbit hole, so we'll save that for another day. But otherwise, just slug it out. What about you, James? Uh, recently, my brother started his career as a personal trainer. Okay. So I had to uh, help him film his workouts over the past weekend. Huh. Yeah, because so I, I had a camera on me, so why not? So I filmed his workouts. Did you have shirt on? No, I'm editing it. Yeah. He did. Oh, okay. Just wondering. Is that important, Tyler? I'm just, I mean, maybe to some people it might be. You want the details? The listening audience is probably curious. I'll send so, you I'll send you them directly. I, I don't need it. No, I don't need it. <laughs> I ask you the tough <laughs> questions for the audience. I'm here for the people. <laughs> I make sure everyone's represented, right? Because I have no shame, so I can ask all of their questions, right? <laughs> anyway. Are you so asking them? How's that, been going? <laughs> how's that been going? No, it was fun. I mean, it was very easy. Was um, it very, like, just run-of-the-mill, like, through-the-motions type of thing? Pretty much, except he's not an actor, and he doesn't know the process of filmmaking or video making, even in general. So uh, he had to do the workout, like, he's six or seven me. times. Oh. Yeah, and he wasn't prepared for that, so. He get tired? Lots of shots where he's just dead. Just out of breath. <laughs> just knock the fuck out. And I'm like, dude, you, got, you have to That's pretend like this is your first time doing yeah. it. You just got to get back That's up hilarious. and do it. Did he have to switch shirts? Like, <laughs> sweating through all the clothes. Yeah, by the you end. You see pools on the floor. Yo, come on, clean up, clean up. Drenched. In between yeah. takes. That's nasty. So wait, did it look like he was tired or that he was like working hard in the it, it looked, was... I made it look like he was working hard. Oh, but there, nice. like he was the genuinely editor. at some points he just like just the like master <laughs> editor. Just gave oh, there we go. That's one thing we were talking about, Emilio. That's artsy. Here we go. Is when we were talking about um where what stage things are actually made in. Yeah, you like that hand motion. But we were talking about film specifically at first because think of a Marvel movie. 
the raw footage before editing, like the shit on set. It's them with green screens. It's them doing silly jumps. It's them, Emil, you mentioned falling into mattresses. It's this yeah. fucking hilarious shit if you ever watched it right there. So if that went right to theater and that's what we watched, of course you're not getting the same feeling as a edited, produced, like finished Marvel movie. So it's like, it's interesting how um, all these things of creation, they come to life more in the editing space, but still I put more like, I guess Puritan or purity value of the creation in the first part, which is the filming before the editing and shit. So it's like this small majority in the process. Is that like, I don't know, does that spur anything in anybody? <laughs> I think if it's all leading to building a final product, then it's not done until you see that, until that final product is done naturally. Yeah, I guess it's a, so, I guess it's switching kind of a mindset to realizing that no, no, just, because the editing is like the technical side there's still one is creativity in it but it is still part of the process yeah. right like it is part of the entire umbrella of the process and it's a stages. huge part of it exactly yeah. it's probably it's the longest right i mean i think you were saying what for every hour of filming there's three hours of in the editing room or something yeah like it's that. something like that yeah james i mean yeah i'm Surround sure you know it's the yeah it's, it's a pain. it's a fucking pain mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm just remembering that right now. It's funny. Even, you know, okay, I forget about what edit. I forget what shooting is like. Yeah. And then I get through it. And then now I'm jumping back into editing. And it's just like, I remember the the buzzing sound of like my hard drive, you know, the loading of fucking Premiere and just, uh, just not knowing how to do things, but seeing it here in my mind and not knowing how to make it in a technical way. So that's kind of, I'm actually trying to do that right now. Actually trying to um, figure out the montage. Um, it's going to be interesting now. It got, uh, the more, I think I'm embracing, mon I think I said that you brought, yeah, before. You brought it last yeah, week. embracing it. Yeah, a little bit, the montage a little bit more. Um, especially early on when Max is just looking at the uh, calendar and it, or actually looking at um, those different emails. Um, and you were, James was talking about just doing a bunch of like cuts to different emails. Yeah. Um, and then I was going to, he has a calendar as well. So he's going to strike like through the names of those companies on the calendars and things like that. So there, and I, I want to play with time as well. So I'm going to show like the clock and stuff. So, um, yeah. And it's different from music. Cause uh, I think I mentioned this to you again, Emilio, but like, I feel it with music, there is definitely still the part where it comes alive in the editing side, like when it's produced yeah. and mixed and all that type of shit. But I think, in the pre-stage, the raw stage, you can still get closer to that feeling with music than you can with film. Like if I just hear someone singing acoustically on the street, I could get closer to the feeling I would get from that finished song than I would get from seeing the unfinished Marvel movie as opposed to the Marvel movie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. It's interesting to think that what you could regard as being the, like the true part of it is, I mean, the, from the sound of it vast majority of like the total work hours maybe not in terms of prep and shit like that but you know like when you're act I'm, I'm talking shooting compared to actually uh, yeah. editing yeah there was so this past semester when i was taking the experimental video class um a lot of the editing happened or a lot of the experimental part of it happened in the editing and how i was cutting things and how i was changing the color and, and just technical stuff but then there was one project halfway through the semester where it was all performance based so the goal was to just have a shot that was a live performance of me doing something 
and that was no editing. It was all just raw footage. So it was the exact opposite of what I had been doing. It was playing with it. It was experimenting with the concept of film through just the actual shot, the actual actions happening within the frame. Um, and I think because of that, like I gained an appreciation for both sides of it um, a lot, a lot more. And I knew the boundaries within each. Yeah, and it seems like the most creative parts actually came in the editing side, like in the experimental switching shit up trying different colors or yeah but when i got my head out of knowing that i can do it in editing like when i was like okay well i I gotta start thinking of ways i could make this film interesting just through what i'm about to shoot what i'm about to do on screen do you so are you are you thinking are you thinking ahead at the same time while you're in the present like okay i need to shoot this this way because i can edit it like this later or do you just shoot how do you shoot like how do you go into it i do the the, the former first. Yeah, the former, where I shoot to edit most of the time. Mm. Amelia, yeah. what do you think? Do you do What'd you say, James? What was the last thing you said? I shoot for editing most of the time. What does that mean? Like, I shoot with the idea, like, okay, this scene's going to come right before this, and I'm going to cut it right here. Yeah. Or this scene is going to have a, diff- a certain color to it or something, you know? Yeah, yeah. You see it how it's... You shoot it how you plan to edit it. Yeah. The yeah. finished product. And, you know. Yeah, mm. exactly. Yeah, I just because I know there's been times I think where both of you told me where it's like you have the vision in mind of how it's going to look edited and done, but then it's shot a certain way. And hold on, I'm trying to I'm trying to put the thought together and then it's if wait for it. it oh, yeah. Comes. OK, so you shoot. Yeah, it is. So you could you shoot with that in mind. But then when you get to the editing room, it turns into something totally different. So is that like are you still shooting for that? edited finished product or is it more like this fantasy idea i have of it that i'm trying to shoot in reality and then later it might come to life it's kind of a roundabout question i don't know if you can latch on to any part of it i guess it's just evolution um it's some kind of evolution that's dedicated to better just like the word in general Mm -hmm. i don't know what that is Mm -hmm. you know you just trying to make the film better. And I think Tyler, you said to me, said this to me before as well. Um, I think when I was working on the documentary, um, I must've been like complaining about how I shot something. And, um, and I think you said, well, just like, it's about like focusing on how you can make it better in the next stage. Mm. And like, so it's, you know, it's cause there are stages to this craft. Damn, so. I, I got some, yeah. I got some gems, huh? Let me drop some wisdom. <laughs> Sometimes. James. Listen up, James. Listen up, James. No, nah, but James is the wise one of the group. Apparently James is the only one oh, of the boy. three of us that out loud has been said. I like respect you. You're very wise. No one tells us we're wise. Yeah. Nobody says it's silent appreciation. I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. Your fans probably say that. Yeah, that's why Fans we have to defend yeah. James. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, we have to like bring you back down to earth, you know. You trying to Can't humble influence. me? Yeah, well, that's exactly. The thing. exactly. I'm always humble. I want to see how wise you are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see if you can handle what, like abuse. What, like, what are we doing to him? What is Jeez. this? What? That was bad. Speaking oh. of glorifying bad relationships. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I didn't, I didn't laugh. I didn't laugh at that. You guys laughed. I said it. Was I didn't st- laugh. That was a. Oh my God, oh, yeah, Tyler. Yeah, yeah it's a oh, scoff. Yeah. Oh, I see teeth. Why do I see oh. teeth? I see teeth. Oh, nice. <laughs> if only there was video, huh? One day, people, you'll see all these visual gags. One day. There's a bunch. 
Uh, all right then, fellas. I think we could probably wrap it up there unless anybody has anything else. Yeah. We logged a Fuck good T O D. Oh wait. Fuck, Fuck. T O D. Fuck Young Jimmy. <laughs> Fuck E G. Hey. Oh. Fuck the whole team. Yeah. yeah. Fuck TMSC. <laughs> Fuck TMSC. Fuck FNL. Fuck Slime Ruins. All this shit. All this shit. Guys, I promise one day all of these things will be revealed to you. You'll understand what these are and you'll listen back to these episodes and be like, oh, that's what they were joking about. That's actually really funny. I promise. They'll get revealed. We just can't force it. James's, James's cat walks across cat the Cat crossing. Just yeah. Cat crossing. Because they knew we needed it, I guess. Yeah, what At was least. That? That was a, dude, that's a fat cat. Or was she's fat. Oh, she's thick. Oh, she's no, she's thick. thick. Fuck. You want to see her? Fuck. Oh, she's coming back. She's yeah, coming yeah, back. What she got? There she goes. Boop. Boop. Oh, dude. Is that a lion? That. Like, oh, she's that. stopping. Look at that. that. <laughs> is that Pumbaa? What the hell is that shit? <laughs> okay, yeah. You, can you get that out of here? I really don't want to see that. I really don't want to see that. On the outro. Oh, that's great. Well, James has some uh, uh, cat or Technical difficulties. Yeah. yeah, he's got some crazy shit going on. <laughs> but, um, okay then. Anything to plug? On the way out, go Check on YouTube Tyler. and look up Emilio Guido, E M I L I O G I G U I D O. Hey, yeah, TylerOnDemand.com and TylerOnDemand on YouTube. Check all that shit out. We popping out here. Sick, James. Love yourselves. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's good. See, that's yeah, good. it's not all about business, right? You gotta think. You gotta mindfulness. All well, that me shit. telling people to go to my stuff is not about business. Ah, it's about it's about him. Indulgence. He's loving himself. He's expressing no. himself. I want people to love film like I love film. Yes. Yes, exactly, exactly. He's trying to give happiness, provide joy. Exactly. It's food for your soul. The yikes is right. The yikes is right. That might be our new tagline. Rabbit hole sessions. The yikes is right. The yikes is right. All right, people. Thank you for joining us. It's been another good one. We'll see you next time. Peace. Adios. Bye.